What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co host and co coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And we got a killer episode. Make sure to bookmark this one or save the link for it or remember the number of it because this is going to be an incredible full guide with just 13 killer tips on how to eat out successfully. I pride myself in being able to maintain a strong, lean physique while going, eating out and having those options. I've been trying to challenge myself to cook more, but at my base, I love going out. We've now done Chipotle almost 60 days in a row, which is crazy. And we've continued to show physique and develop, sorry, we've continued to show development in our physique, which we've been really proud of. And we're gonna show you how you can go to your favorite restaurants, go with friends and still be really fit, healthy and happy. So what's number one, Kyle? And before I jump into number one, we have an amazing present for you. It is 20 pages long. Is it a free ebook? The first link in the description down below, you can click that and there's so many different things. It's all of these 13 tips as well as our favorite places to eat, as well as other common chains that you may have to go to depending on your situation, as well as seven amazing tips to navigate going out to a restaurant as well. So it's a full guide. If you're ever stuck, if you ever want to go out and enjoy, which I know a lot of you do and still get great results, click that completely free, no catches. Now into number one. So number one, you're going to just be finding an accurate result in the database. So first off, when it comes down to it, you're going to want to log everything. It's going to help you stay on track. It's going to help you be accurate. That's why the first few tips are within that, but just search on my fitness pal, see what's in there. And a lot of times you'll find that if you're out to a restaurant or especially if you're out to a popular chain, if you search Chick-fil-A burger, grilled chicken burger, it's probably going to be on there. So you can start with that. And that's all I'm going to talk about for number one. Use my fitness pal. It is very handy. If that's the app you use, that's the one we use now into number two. A cool hack I want to share that too. If you are at a very popular chain, so I usually like to think they have more than like 10 locations. There's a good chance someone's already put it in there or they will put it in there. So my fitness pal in particular, if you're wondering what that is, that's probably the easiest, most common way to track and log your calories. It's the biggest one out there. It's been around forever. Their paid version kind of sucks in my opinion. I'd stay away from it. I'd continue to navigate the free, but even on the free one, if I search Chick-fil-A grilled sandwich, there's a little check mark and you can click the check mark items only. And those are ones that are verified and they're actually accurate because sometimes you'll search something and it will show the calories, but there'll be no protein, no carbs, no fat, because people will add their own items. And that's number two, which is if you can't find it, add it or build it. So if you're adding your own item, what I like to do is either even for what's awesome with Chipotle, with Blaze Pizza, those are two that you will see in that free guide that Kyle made that is incredible. It's been amazing how many people have seen that guide and be like, how much are you charging for this? I'll pay like a hundred bucks. We're like, nah, we're just going to hook people up. And we just want to thank you for being a great listener. And that's what it's all about for us. Just helping everyone do better. And we know this is a big pain point being able to go out, enjoy your life, enjoy food. And we're really happy to solve that. But at all these big chains, going back to what I was saying before, even Chipotle, they have a nutritional calculator builder on their website. So I'll put in my exact bowl. I'll say normal rice. I'll go heavy veggie. I'll go double chicken. I can put everything in. And at the end, I can see the carbs, the fats, the protein, as well as a lot of the micros for that bowl and the fiber. And I'll log it as Josh's Chipotle bowl. And I'll have it there. I'll create it as a custom food. And I'm good to go whenever I need to. If I'm at a restaurant, a really fancy one, I'm having the weirdest compilation of something. Let's say I'm having like a little bit of beef with some chicken, with some eggs, and then all of a sudden there's like some crazy fancy fondue bread or something weird. I don't even know if that's a thing. I'll really break it down item by item and I'll log each individual item 
do my very best and that's what it's about. But what you can do too with your favorite foods at home, I have like Josh's smoothie, I have Josh's sub, which used to be the go-to sub to everyone used to log because I slapped that in my fitness pal and it might seem time consuming, but it's a lot easier to take five minutes to really create that custom item than it is to do it every single time, every time you make a dinner to put in all those things. Because you can even save your favorite dinners. You can know how much you cook with oil at home. You can put all the items, you can put your little dessert, you can do all these things and it's just a great way to navigate this. 100%. And number three, this is something I'm very passionate about as well, is just if it's too hard to build or if it's just, it's not a situation where you're going to build it, you can find a twin. And what I mean by that is let's say you happen to go to a random mom and shop, mom and pop pizza shop, and you've been to Pizza Pizza before, you've been to Pizza Nova, whatever your popular chain is, maybe Pizza Hut, you can log that pizza slice as something like Pizza mm -hmm. Hut if it looks roughly the same size as what you're used to. And I've done this enough times to be able to eyeball things. I can pretty much look at something and know, okay, that's gonna be more or less accurate. It's not always gonna be accurate. It's not always gonna be perfect. Keep that in mind, but at least I'd rather you put this in the system and know where you're at than just say, oh, I can't log it. And I'll use fries for an example. I have a rough estimation of what Swiss LA fries are, you know, it's just a nice popular chain back in uh, back home. And uh, when I go out to a specific place, like such as a bar or whatever, if I happen to get to, to get fries, I'll be able to put that in there and try to replicate that. Once again, it won't be perfect, but at least I know, okay, this is probably about 600 calories. There's a little bit of extra oil here. Maybe I'll log some of that. And it helps me be able to understand. So I, when I go out, I can navigate this stuff or I can pre-log it based off of the situation and adjust based off of portion sizes. So that's something I'll do here and there. It's not always going to be the go-to. I'd rather pick something specific like Chipotle or whatever, but if you are in this situation, it could definitely give you some sort of rough estimations. And this will be different for everyone. If you're someone who frequents chilies and that's like your spot and you're like, this burger is just like that chilies burger. It's a little bit bigger. You can kind of work with it there. And I think that's a perfect segue into mine, which is number four, which is overlogging when you're in doubt. So if you're somewhere like this pizza is pretty greasy, it's a little bit bigger than the normal pizza place I go. Uh, so I'm going to log it as a little bit more. And then from there, when you overlog, I really recommend listening to hunger signals. If you log something and it felt like it wasn't many calories, but you're still off to the brim, you might want to adjust that a little bit. And I know this sounds like it's a lot of guesstimation, Guess some, yeah, I guess that's the word guesstimation. And it, it is, it's the best we can do. And that's what I love about logness. It's us doing our best bet to know our intake, to be aware of where we are, to make sure we're hitting our macronutrients that are gonna lead to us to have physique development. And if you're listening to this, and you're like, this sounds like a ton of work. I don't wanna do it. I would really encourage you to get over that mindset. That's a self-limiting mindset. This is an easy tool you can do. And I promise you, if you start tracking your calories, knowing your food intake, you're gonna give yourself one of the biggest leaps you can in your your journey if you haven't been doing that because you can be hyper aware of what you're having you can start to regulate those calories you can increase your protein intake it just creates a lot of freedom for you to see more change in your physique and it gives you the ability to easily manipulate that data to bulk cut lean bulk reverse do all these other incredible tools that are out available but it is that first step and you got to get over that self-limiting belief that it takes too long because even for me i've been doing this for a long time doing it consistently. It takes me maybe two, three minutes a day. It gets easier the more you do it. You just gotta get over that fear, 
put it in. And yeah, when you're eating out and you think there's a lot of oil, a lot of butter, make sure you encompass those and that you are over logging when you aren't sure. I love that. And I'm so thankful that I pushed through those years because now I'm able to go out to these situations and have so much more understanding than just saying, ah, I, I have no idea. And that's what a lot of people do. But number five is just plan ahead when you can fail to prepare prepare to fail. And there's so many different situations where Josh and I will know what's going on. We might have a specific UFC night. There's a specific place that we go to that we like some, you know, boneless wings. And it's amazing to be able to put that into the log beforehand because it helps us navigate the rest of the day. It helps us know, okay, how many calories do we have for the afternoon, for lunch, whatever the situation is. But so many people don't look up things in advance. They don't really care. They say, oh, you know what? I'll deal with it when it comes. Next thing you know, your calories have been met. You go out to this awesome restaurant or you're out to eat with friends or whatever the situation is, you're over your calories. You feel super guilty and that's just not ideal. So for the most part, I'm sure a lot of you know roughly when you're going to go out. You know, Of course, you can't plan for every little thing, but if you can even look these places up in advance, most places will have some sort of menu, right? And that's what will help you stay on track. Like That literally could be the difference between someone who goes out binges, goes off, you know, goes above and beyond, feels like crap and keeps going versus someone who says, man, I feel good about my decision. I have a, had a, I had a pound of wings. I was able to fit it in. I feel great. And the next day you keep progressing forward. So this is definitely a big thing that'll help you out for sure. I love this hack. Looking up the menus is one of my favorite things because when you get there, you know exactly what you want. You're not rushed because everyone finds what they want in two seconds. Like it always tends to be and you just got to pick something, but you can know exactly what you want. You can know the calories, you can know the macronutrients, you can reverse engineer your day around that and you can go out and enjoy it guilt-free. You can have the exact parameters to say, oh, I'm going to be able to have two drinks, this amazing meal, and they even have this really cool dessert. It's going to fit. I'm just going to have a smaller lunch, high protein breakfast, boom, bada, bing. You can now go out, really enjoy this situation to the max and just be completely in line with your goal. So this is a huge hack. Don't underestimate this one. And number six is another one I'm really big on, and that is avoiding the extras or picking your fights, I like to call it. For me, if I'm going to have a pasta for dinner, it's going to be more caloric. It's going to be big. Maybe I'll skip out on that dessert. Maybe I won't have an appetizer. Or if I'm going to have a lighter dinner, maybe I will have that dessert. I'll have that appetizer. But you got to really know what your calorie situation is and where you can have the most success. Where I find most people go wrong, they'll order something. Even the place we've been getting wings recently, you can add fries on for like $1.20. And it's just so easy to say, oh yeah, just bring them out. I only have a few. Fries, chips, pop, all those things. It's so easy just to keep having them and for it to be mindless. And you can be easily adding like three to 700 more calories just from fries and pop alone. Another good example is if you're enjoying eating out, you're getting a burger, uh, maybe you don't get the bacon on there. Maybe you don't get the milkshake, whatever it is. You got to pick your poison. And if you have more calories or it's what you truly love, you can always make a way to fit that in. But you have to identify what you love. I would always rather have more food myself than I would over a dessert. I'd rather have like one and a half pastas than a pasta and a dessert and that's just how I am. Kyle loves desserts. He loves sweets. He loves ice cream. So he'll make sure to have the allocation to fit that in with his calories and he might budget more of his day around that. And that's what it's all about is that own, your own situational awareness to get more success. Yeah, you'll always have to make sacrifices, especially if you are looking to get results to become healthier. And this is what's so cool is you can fit it in. But unfortunately, people think, oh, hey, I can eat out and then just think they can have whatever at any given moment. And that's definitely not the case. We wanted to definitely clarify that. And I'm glad Josh brought that up. But number seven, I won't talk about it too much. I know we briefly mentioned it. But like I said, log even if you're unsure. You will not regret it. Even if it is some sort of guess, even if it is rough estimation, you won't have a food scale. You 
won't know exactly how much butter they put in or whatever's going on, but it is a skill that can help you for the rest of your life. As I said, I'm so grateful I've learned it. I'm so grateful all of our clients are learning to navigate this because when they go on vacation, when they have that thing pop up, they don't get stressed. They don't ball up and think, oh man, like they don't say no to these specific things because they're not sure how to navigate it. I used to have people say to me, I I would never go out. I'd have to say no to these specific events, this birthday party, this thing. But now when you have that willpower, not that know-how, not even willpower, that know-how to be able to be like, oh man, you know, I can look through a menu and get the highest protein thing and choose something that's good for me. Log, even if you're unsure, it is a great skill. It'll help you in the long run. Awareness is everything. And by logging it, at least, you know, even if you know, you made the intention to have a big meal to go out, it's your favorite burger place, your buddy's back in town, you always get burgers, fries and a milkshake and you're comfortable with going 800 over your calories, it's good to put it in there and be aware when you do, you're like, oh, I'm 800 over and you get home, you don't just go, oh, I've already had a bad day, so I'm gonna just eat some random more nonsense in the cupboard because it's already a bad day, I'll fix it tomorrow. Don't do that to yourself, have that awareness, track it in, be aware of it and it's a good reminder to say, okay, next day I'm gonna pull up my socks and get back to my schedule and I'm gonna enjoy that night for what it is and that's a way healthier approach than being so maximal with like I'm either having no calories and I'm being exactly perfect or I'm gonna go completely off the deep end. And that's how you become wishy-washy. That's how you can really just absolutely nuke your progress, nuke your motivation, because that day where you do that, then you have the extra things, and the next day you're lethargic and sluggish and you don't go to the gym, and it becomes this negative ripple effect. So you definitely wanna do everything you can to avoid that there. So I think it's really happy, I'm really happy that Kyle brought that up. Another big one, number eight, is your situation will always be different on your goals. If I'm cutting, even though I'm heavier than Kyle, I might be having less food than he will. I need to understand that. I can't just copy his preferences. People will come out to eat with me a lot, especially when I'm eating more calories, like 3,600. They'll be smaller people. They'll be dieting themselves, and they'll be like, oh, Chipotle's heavy. I'm going to get what you got. My bowl most lunches is 13, 1,400 calories. It fits for me. It works within my parameters. But if you're only having 1,800 or 2,200 calories, you're going to nuke a lot of your days of eating there. So you got to really identify what your situation is. If you're on a ball, there's nothing wrong with getting all those extras. Maybe you can enjoy those fries, 80-20 rule, all these other amazing things. But you need to be aware of your situation, focus on yourself, and it's hard when most foods, like orders of one size fits all, but this is a fantastic tip. I love that, and I'm just gonna jump right into number nine. I got my water right by my side here. And that's one of the biggest tips is always have it by your side. It's going to help save you hundreds of calories. Potentially, it's going to fill you up. It's going to help you stay hydrated. And it's just one of the greatest things you can do for your health. So it's a great habit that when you are in that situation where you're eating out, always opt for water as well as when you compare it to other drinks out there, such as the pops, the juices and stuff like that. As Josh said before, I would rather just have proper food that's going to just offer me benefits, fill me up and do all that great stuff than waste it on liquid calories. And yeah, just even if you have to ask for a cup, most places are pretty cool about it. They'll give you some tap water, you know, even Chipotle, they'll always offer it and we can fill it up there and just get some water. But it's definitely one of the greatest hacks you can do, one of the greatest habits. And uh, yeah, always have water by your side. Number 10 is one I'm really passionate about and it's always about focusing on health. Like what are you eating at the end of the day? This is something you're putting in your body, something you're gonna have to digest, it's either gonna make you feel better about yourself or worse. And sometimes it's great just to eat something because it's fun, because it's tasty, that's totally cool. But you gotta really identify at the end of the day is what I'm getting, what I want and what I need right now. I always like to mix in some vegetables. I always like to aim for the high protein options and I like to really aim for things that are ultimately gonna make me feel better. And next up, number 11, realizing that it'll never be perfect 
is something that'll help you out. And even just, this was a big realization for me in the past because I think I used to hesitate towards this type of stuff because I thought I had to be perfect. I thought everything had to be exactly the way it should be. But when I realized that there's always gonna be discrepancies and it's more so about the awareness and the accountability rather than being perfect, that changed everything. You know, even just knowing that the FDA can have a margin of error of 25% for a regular food label, it helped me out because I realized that, hey, even if I can't have this situation perfect at this place, I can still have that understanding. I know it's going to balance out for the long run. Something I have will be a little bit lower. Something else that I have might be a little bit higher, but it gives me more understanding. It gives me accountability. Like I said, it gives you that awareness as well. So when you go to that place, you're not trying to be absolutely perfect within the log and you're not going to put the scale behind the counter and tell them to put it in there. There may be some days that that person's feeling really nice to give you that extra little bit of rice. Usually I'll probably log a little bit extra, but it won't be perfect. It's just more so for the awareness and the accountability. Like I said, Strive for perfection, don't expect it. That's how I really like to think of things because it's awesome to aim for it. You always wanna be improve your accuracy as best you can, measuring, weighing, controlling, even to each pull ice. Like if I get two scoops of rice and it kind of directs them to that limit, of course, there's always a margin of error. Is it a heavy scoop, is it a light scoop? But we're doing our best and it's a lot better than doing nothing and being aware of it. It's just gonna make it easier and easier for you. And into number 12, that is that servings, even at places can be misleading. And I love this example because we went to crumble cookie for the first time. They're these big cookies. They're really big and juicy. And we went to have them. I looked at the board and it said each cookie was like 160 calories. And Kyle made a joke and he's like, ooh, since they're only 160 calories, I'm gonna get two of them. And Kyle knew they weren't, like we were kind of joking beforehand, but a lot of people would just assume, oh, it's 160 calories. But then the lady said, no, that's per serving. Kyle's like, okay, how many servings are in a cookie? Two, right? Because it would make sense, like a smaller-ish cookie to be about 320. But she said, no, she said four servings per cookie. And it's pretty criminal that they can do that because most people would just assume one and one together. And this is where people can go wrong. If you're not being honest about yourself, you're not putting effort and you're logging. If you're logging that cookie at 120 and you're having one of those every day and you're like, why am I not losing weight? But there's 400 calories you've neglected to log in. You do that across multiple things. That's where half doing something is worse than almost not doing it at all. So that's where you do want to strive for that perfection, but not expect it. Yeah. Even when I looked at the menu, I saw the fine print. It was in the smallest writing ever. And we were saying that a place like this, they don't want to advertise 640 calories for the, you know, the cookie. I think a lot of people would be turned away. You know, of course, if you want to enjoy it, cool. That's, that's awesome. Like we're not here to, you know, talk down on these specific foods and these specific things. I love fitting things into my schedule, but a lot of people will look at these situations, wonder why they're not making progress, say, hey, I'm doing everything. I'm fitting this flexible flexible dieting. I'm doing this stuff. And it brings me into number 13, which is just log everything. And the reason I'm saying that is because there are so many situations, once again, people may be having three to 600 calories more based off of the liquids, the bites of their partner's sandwich, the little oils, you know, just the sauces, like everything else. So if you can aim to put everything in there as best as you possibly can, that's going to give you max, maximum accuracy, right? And it's just about not taking those shortcuts because as I mentioned, so many people will say, hey, I'm fitting these things in, what's going on? And that's why we wanted to give you these 13 tips and help you just see the best results possible while having a social life, while enjoying, and while just uh, doing some uh, great things in your fitness journey. 
Being successful with fitness long-term is about learning how to navigate in your life that in, in a way that doesn't deter you from living your life. And eating out food is gonna be a big part of your life, going to dinner, having celebrations, needing to pick something up quick. Use these tools. Get the free ebook, it's totally free. We just want you to have it because we want you to be fitter, healthier, and happier. And we wanna overcome this obstacle for those of you that are struggling with it. So that is the first link in the description of this episode. Whether you're on Spotify, iTunes, anything like that, it is the first link. Totally free, just put your email, we'll send that over to you like a VIP service. And we just wanna thank everyone for tuning in. Also, if you, for whatever reason, aren't able to do that there, you can just message us on Instagram. Our Instagram is at ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Make sure you're following us over there. Tons more great content to come. Thanks for tuning in today. Have a fantastic day.